I'm ready. Let's open a word of prayer. Father, I do thank you for everything you've given me today and other people that meet in need. Lord, I thank you for their prayer request and that, that was answered this week for people. I ask that you take the service, the music, and the word of God. Use it for your glory on Facebook and other uh, social media, Lord. We just ask that you just take this day, bless it, use it for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. on this week here at Biggs Ministry Center, but there is something at Abundant Life Service tonight. Uh, are they still able to receive his gift if they want to? So if you have a, a gift that Jesus gave you, and you're free to uh, share that with Abundant Life tonight, and um, 6 o'clock is the service time. So that's about it. Uh, we counseled the Candlelight service, Pastor Martine and I felt that it would be the best interest of the uh, facility not to uh, 
do that because we have no clue who would come and it's better to be safe than sorry. Okay? All right. Huh? What? I won't be here. <laughs> you can come, but I won't be here. That's it. But no, we've, we've talked about it. Martina and I talked about it. His job is showing some signs of it and so we, we've decided just to chill out till next year, if the Lord don't come before then. Yeah, so that's the way we looked at it. So just for, you know, come tonight. If you want something to do during the week, uh, I will do. Maybe if I have time this week, I may do prayer service online on Christmas Eve if we are able to do so. So I might be doing the prayer Eve. I call it prayer Eve. I might just do prayer Eve that night. Uh, Thursday night. It won't be nothing fancy. It just whoever's popping up on Facebook will see me. I will probably be here or at my house. Hello, Larissa. I was just telling her we got uh, Christmas services are canceled for Thursday night. Uh, Austin's not going to be here either. so He's got to work. He's a working man now. So uh, it will take care of itself. God will bless. You know, He's blessed us so much. You know. Okay, we're ready to roll.
your prayer requests. I will pray for them this week. I have a list on my desk that goes along with it. Got any prayer requests? Just make a note. If you have any right now, we'll take care of it. And anybody have any today? Everybody's life's going well? It is? Wow. That's good. <laughs> You're doing good. Anyone else? Housing. There you go. I wanted to hear that. How did the apartment go, the townhouse? <laughs> really? They can't adjust? Oh, that's sad. That's the government for you. Back to the road again, huh? Anyone else? Everybody's having a good week. I know there's schools out this week, so you have a blessed week. Okay, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I do thank you for this day you've given us. I pray that you be with us and be with our spirit, Lord. Ask that you, as we remember your son's birthday, we ask that you will just bless people knowing that you sent a son to die for us on the cross. That's perfect in every way. Father, we do thank you for uh, the ones that are here today and those on Facebook that we'll be able to lift them up today and to uh, reach out. Father, I thank the ones that was here for the Santa service. Bless them. Use them for your glory. Father, I pray for uh, housing for Loretta and Lon, that she will be able to come up with that and to solve that problem for them. We just pray that you keep them in mind. Father, I pray for uh, Chelsea's aunt and uncle's household, that you will lift them up, touch their hearts and mind and soul, and touch those that are living in there, that they will look to you for guidance and directions, and Father, allow us to help as much as we can. Father, I just ask for this beautiful day you've given us, and just be with us now as we enjoy your service. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
confusing sometimes because Matthew opens up in his book chapter book of Matthew opens his book up with the genealogy of Christ and then he goes right into the the Christ being born of Mary and they go straight to the wise men but Luke 
to the birth of Mary. But first, he talks about the Zechariah who's muted for a certain period of time till his son uh, is born, who is John the Baptist, who baptized Jesus Christ. And Zechariah couldn't speak until his son was born. And then we go into Christ's birth announcement. And then we have Mary's visit from Elizabeth, or to Elizabeth, excuse me. And then we go into a song that Mary sang when she found out she was going to have a, a baby. I'm going to read this song because it, I, it's really touching. It's really, we know where Mary's coming from. This is, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. And the holy and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered in the proud in the imagine of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary rem reminded with her about three months and returned to her house. She showed the heart of a mother's heart for the Son of God. Just like all mothers, most of mothers, share their heart with their children when they're pregnant. Now, I don't know how that feels, but most mothers think it's the most precious thing that ever happened to them. When Gabriel came down and announced that he was going to have a baby, and it's going to be God's son. She was really surprised. She makes the comment, says, well, I haven't been with a man. But Gabriel says, hey, it's the Holy Spirit that's going to make this baby grow. And she could have said no, and God would have went on and found somebody also. But God picked, a, picked Mary for a purpose. And you know how God picked Mary for a purpose? Because he looked God looked in Mary's heart. And he felt Mary was ready for journey. I tend to watch uh, the, the channel Tubi. It's an app on the TV set. It's, I call it Tubi. It could be Tubby. It's Tubi for me. So it's Tubi. Tubby. And I watched a six-year-old. Now, it's a movie. Don't get me wrong. And his mother got in a car accident. And he carried his sister, which was maybe roughly a year old, for the longest time to get to his grandmother's house. At first, he didn't want to do anything to the 
the little girl. She, she, he just left her and walked away. And he turned around and says, okay, I'm going to carry you. Come on, let's go. He, I think he had a change of heart because he knew he, had he was dependent on the little girl to bring him forward. And this reminds me of how Mary looked at having that baby. When he says, when she says, oh, my uh, heart goes out to them, the people, that I have the honor and the privilege to carry this. But why do we have Christmas in December? They call the Genesis.org. Um, and they gave me a little timeline. Answers in Genesis, that's where I got it from. And they gave me a little timeline of the biblical account. Now, this site is very, this site is very encouraging. That calendar you got in your hand, just hang It's very important. When December hit, familiar questions from the birth of Christ comes to mind. Does it not? Why are we having Christmas in December? I heard Christmas didn't happen until the tax time. Well, let's find out. For example, some ask about uh, the origin of Christmas and if it was pagan. Right? Some people ask about if it's a pagan holiday. Christians know it's not in the sense of being a Christian and the sense of what it means. And many, of course, these are important topics, but also important to understand the timeline of events surrounded by the birth of Christ. Christmas timeline of the biblical account is into question by many skeptics. They claim that the nativity accounts of the Matthew and Luke do not line up, and therefore the accounts should be discarded. Sometimes they go so far as to say that few are even aware of the issues with the Christmas timeline. Now let's keep in mind of this whole process. Each gospel is written by a man inspired by God. Each gospel is written towards a certain group of people. Okay? Matthew was a Jew. He was a tax collector. Luke was a doctor. Right? Mark was something. I don't remember who Mark was. Maybe Mark. Huh? Mark and Barnabas was buddies. Thank you. But anyway, so we, we have to keep the Bible in context. It, throughout the whole scripture of the biblical Bible, it's Jesus in mind. Jesus is the beginning. Jesus is at the end. God is at the beginning. God is at the end. And God works his plans and his purpose through the tools of human beings. He inspired each person who wrote the Bible, each book. He inspired them. And he wrote accordingly to the people he wanted them to know about. So, with that question, is not, okay? Now, in circa 4 B.C., the birth of Jesus, Usher believed Jesus was born on the onset of 4 B.C. Now, these are people who've been around the area, been knowing what's going on. So, like the nosy neighbor, I believe, I think, maybe, you could say that, but I don't think so. I think they're just people that knows what happened at that time. So, people... Back then, knew what happened to Abraham Lincoln, knew what happened to, and they write about that. Okay, so what, this is what it is. The 
King Herod says uh, Jesus was born on the onset of 4 BC, and this is constant because King Herod the Great died near the end of the year. How do we know that? Because people made records. They have records of people, of kings and queens and all these other people who played a big part in a lot of the countries. And Jesus was born during his reign. Because of the Roman census, we just had a census here in, in, the Calif in the United States, Joseph and Mary traveled to Bethlehem from their hometown of Nazareth. Contrary to the idea of Jesus being born in a stable. Okay, he was likely born in a lower room of a house where animals often stay and sequentially laid in a manger. Luke uh, 1, 26-27. In the sixth month of the angel, Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Uh, chapter 2 in Luke. This shouldn't be loaded. Oh, well. The shepherd visit the following angelic announcement. So this is the timeline. So let's go to Luke chapter 8. It's not letting me load. Luke uh, 2, 8 to 12. It says, now there was in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is, a, there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Okay. Now, eight days later, later excuse me, I missed one. The angels worship the Christ in Luke 2, 13 through 14. It's going to load me. Uh, Luke 2, 13. It says, uh, and suddenly there was an angel of multitude multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So that it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see the things that have come to pass. So eight days later, now that's the rule. Men had to be, boys had to be circumcised. Okay. Uh, this probably did not occur in Jerusalem, but a local synagogue, or perhaps a priest came to them, as was the case for John the Baptist. And on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him Zechariah after his father. In Leviticus 12.3, it's the law. Let's go to Leviticus 12.3. Leviticus is the book of law somewhere. It tells you what you can and can't do. 
uh, 12.3. It says, let's start at 1. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a woman has conceived and bore a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days, and in the days of her customary impurity shall be unclean. And on the eighth day, the flesh of the foreskin shall be circumcised. So that's the law. They follow the law. Mary and Joseph follow the law of Leviticus. And then Jesus was given his name, Luke 2.21. And at the end of the eight days when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angels before he was conceived in the womb. So is everybody following me okay? I hope so. Now, the law stipulates a woman wait 40 days following the birth of a son to finish her purification. So Mary and Joseph went to the temple in Jerusalem to offer sacrifices of two doves or a pigeon, which signified they were poor. Now, when you're poor, they, you didn't have to do much. But when you were rich, you had to do a lot. They made sure of that. Just that the Magi, the Magi, has not visited yet to offer their expense gifts. Otherwise, Joseph and Mary probably would have afforded the lamb and dove required by the law for those with adequate means. So you could go into the book of Leviticus and see what some of the laws that's required for uh, families to do, and if you're poor, what uh, you're allowed to do and what you can't do, okay? Now, uh, at the temple, Simon held Jesus, blessed God in the family, and the prophesied in the Holy Scripture about Jesus in Luke, 20, Luke 2, 25, and 35. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon. And this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And he had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Christ. Anna, a prophetess, saw Christ at the temple. So, you see how this is happening? You see how the, the, the child is growing up and what steps that the Leviticus stands in for this child. So uh, this nativity scene is like really off somewhat because according to what I'm reading, what scripture tells you that these people came first and wise men came last and the angel was there. So, you know, people wonder, well, why do we have a manger scene? Well, it's like a Christmas tree. You know, it just, it's a symbolization of things. Okay, Anna the prophetess saw Christ at the temple. So why was Christ at the temple? And there was a prophetess named Anna, the daughter of Phanel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, 37, and when a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple. Now, Soon after that 40, 41st day, we see that the family returned to Bethlehem. So Jesus and Joseph and Mary, they returned to Bethlehem, not Nazareth. 
of Nazareth have some suggested. After all, they were still in Bethlehem when the wise men later visit. And they apparently plan to return there following the flight to Egypt. As such, it is unlikely they would have packed up everything to go to Jerusalem for offering sacrifices. So they would have returned to Bethlehem where they left their belongings. Go to Matthew 2. Matthew 2, 5 through 9 in the ESV. They told him in Bethlehem of Judah, for it is so written by the prophet, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means less or least among the rulers of Judah. For, for from whom or from whom you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people of Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men. Okay? So here comes the wise men. We already talked about the angels. We talked about the shepherds. Now we're talking about the wise men. So it's flowing just like it is. But when you read it in scripture, it's kind of rocky and kind of shaky, but God has a plan. He has a smooth plan that's going on. Like I said, the author who wrote the book had the Holy Spirit tell him what to write. Okay? It's like... Um, the old example was like if you saw an accident out on the road and the investigator asked you or me or you different things, we wouldn't see everything that you saw. So they put pieces together and they come up with a conclusion. Well, we got pieces here that we could come up with conclusions. Okay? Now, Matthew 2, 5. Okay, I read that one. They were now staying in a house, and the Greek term was Okinen, Okin, perhaps the same one, but probably not in the stall area since the guest room may have been available at this time. So they're out of the stable or out of the little house with where all the animals stayed, and now they're in a little house, okay? Within the year alert by the so-called Christmas star. And you can go back and read this. Just type in uh, Christ timeline uh, in Genesis. Uh, and you can read it. It could get lost somewhere along the line. Okay, asserted by the so-called Christmas star, an unknown number of the Magi from the east, perhaps Persia, made their way to Herod's palace in Jerusalem in inquiring of the Christ child. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw the star when it rose and have come to worship. Now, I think I heard you and talking about this on Facebook about the alignment of the, the star and the thing. I read an article when you guys put that out. They told me that don't get that confused to what the star showed up because this star was miraculous. It was a miracle. And, you know, and there was only one in history. And that was to show the wise men the cross. Now, I don't know the whole conversation. Sorry. Um, but I read an article and they said that the, it's a, Maybe it was this right here. Um, contrary to popular opinion, the star was probably not a typical event in the heavens, supernova, 
planetary alignment, comets. Instead, it was truly a miraculous and special star in Matthew 2, 7, and 9 through. Here, here's Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. Where he said, or where he is, who has been born king of the Jews, for we saw his star when, he ro when it rose and have come to worship him. In verse 9. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy and going into the house. They didn't go into the stables. They went into the house. Now, the Jewish priests, or chief priests and scribes informed Herod that according to Micah 5.2, Bethlehem was to be the birthplace of the Messiah. Okay, maybe within the year. Now, this whole time process was, this is about two years now. Okay? These magi followed the star which moved ahead of them, bringing expensive gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to Jesus who was now a young child living in a house. Probably size of Tucker. How old is Tucker? Yeah, about Tucker's age. Matthew 2, verse 9 through 11. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceeding with great joy and going into the house. So they went into the house. The Magi returned to their homeland via a different route after being divinely warned in a dream not to go back to Herod. So Herod was on their way to find them. Now, Herod and the flight to Egypt. Soon after the wise men left, Herod realized that they were not going to return and he ordered the killing of all boys in around the region of Bethlehem who were two years of age and under. Matthew chapter 2, verse 16. Herod knew the approximate timing of the star appearance, Matthew 2, 7, which may be the time that Christ was born with the information that Herod was paranoid about the crown and did not want anyone taking over, would have been made sure that they killed the child. So he made that at least double the time from when he, the star first appeared. So, And the angels warned Joseph to flee to Egypt to protect his family. This script will be ultimately fulfilled in prophecy in Hosanna, or Hosea 11.1. 1. Threats and new gifts help finance the trip. Matthew chapter 2, verse 13 through 15. Baby boys two years and under in Bethlehem and surrounding regions were slaughtered, Matthew 2.16. So there you go, a little lifeline. Like I said, you could, um, oh, I lost my page. But um, I'm trying to get back to where I was at. You guys got calendar. I lost the notes on that. Okay. Now, as you guys know, we have 300 days in a year, right? In the process, I was fine. This is a chart I found 
Genesis um, to uh, determine the time and the date. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Well, I'm going to get there in just a minute as soon as I find the, the notes. What? I bet you do. What I'm trying to, uh, people believe that Christmas is a pagan uh, holiday, you know, because of Santa and because gift giving and uh, everything else that goes in it, like shopping and getting toys and, you know, it's just. A lot of money we do internet so we should get no problem. Oh why? Huh? Yeah, I'm on five. I'm on four. Well five's not showing up. home sermon all this whatever Got it. Sorry to keep you waiting. Is Christmas a pagan holiday? Yes or no? Who agrees? That's what's going on when you get there.
Here we go. There we go. Thank you, Austin. I finally showed up. Okay. Was Jesus born on December 25th? Yes or no? No. Okay. Or was the date really a borough pagan holiday? Halloween is known for a pagan holiday, but we still celebrate it, right? What else do we sell that's a pagan holiday that we uh, celebrate? Uh, anyone else? The question given to this this answer in Genesis, I've heard that Jesus wasn't really born in December and that he wasn't born on Christmas because Christmas is actually a pagan holiday. Is it true that Christians today worship a pagan holiday thinking they're worshiping the actual birthday of Christ? Yes, the most common but good question, especially around the time of the year, the answer is much deeper than most realize up front. The Bible simply doesn't give us the date of Christ's entrance into the world. So many estimates would be only in interference, but first let's discuss the pagan holiday. This celebration was a pagan holiday of Saturnalia, I think that's how you pronounce it, which was a Roman festival for their god Saturn. It ran from December 17th to the 23rd. Saturn is the Roman god, analogous to the Greek god Cronus and Corona. So Saturn, Cronus, goes back to the Bible person. The land of the Greek was inhabited by the descendants of, descendants of Noah, grandson, Javan. In fact, the Hebrew name for Greece is still Javan. Javan has four sons, Elisha, Tarsha, Kitman, and Rodim. In Greek, that's the surrounding area. These names are still reflection on the landscape. Many of the Javan sons named in variant have city, islands, and other geographical features named for them. Paul, the biblical author of two-thirds of the New Testament, came from Tarsa, a variant of Tarsius. There were also Taurus Mountains in Turkey, and in Tainius is the old name for the Don River flowing into the Black Sea. Now, who's familiar with the map? Anybody know where Turkey's at? Israel at? Might want to maybe search that for you guys. Elysian was the old name for the ancient Greek tribe called the Aeolians, and that means Sithimus inhabitants, the island of Simus, from which the name of island Cyprus was delivered, derived from, excuse me. Joseph, a Jewish historian about 2,000 years ago, elaborated on these relationships in more detail. Many of the characters of Greek mythology are based on real historical figures who were raised up in godlike status. One example is the Helen, an alleged mythological patriot of God, of the Aeolians, and it goes on. Even in the cultures, ancestors were often defied for examples of Germanic and those mythological. There is Tyrus, or Tyrus, and Tyre, who, the king of Tyre also, we read your Old Testament. So when was Jesus born? Okay. If we look at the 
scripture, Luke 1, 20, 26 through 37, talks about the angel Gabriel sent to God. And we read all that about the angel throwing Mary. Here we learn a prophecy when John was conceived relative to when the Holy Spirit came upon Mary for the conception of Christ. John would have been conceived around six months before Jesus. If we assume John's conception was, on, was the previous year, final month, or perhaps the first month of the year, we can do some rough calculations by assuming that Elizabeth, John's mother, could have been in her sixth month during the sixth month of the Jewish year. Not our calendar, but the Jewish calendar. Okay? Keep that in mind. This meeting with Gabriel was presumably, presumptuously close to the time when the Holy Spirit would come upon Mary. In fact, it could have been almost immediately as verse 28 indicates the Lord is with you. But it was likely soon after the verse 35 say, will come upon you into saying mine. Now, in the Jewish calendar, there are 12 months. I think the sheet will tell you. There's 12 months. Okay, equivalent are shown below. So you have the first month is Nisan, Esther 3.11. So they give you scriptures for you to find that. And in the modern calendar today, we'll tell you what month estimated, okay? So first month will be March, April in the Durarian calendar, which is ours today. And then six months, Nehemiah 6.15, August, September, the seventh month, September, October, 9th, November, December, and it goes on. This would put John the Baptist at about six months in the womb around August and September, assuming about nine months for pregnancy. John would have been born about November, December, by the modern calendar based on the assumption we use, that they're using this calendar here, or this information here. So, Jesus would have been born about nine months later, which would place his birth around May through June, or May or June, since John the Baptist was still in the womb of Elizabeth when he would leap for joy in Jesus' presence, Luke chapter 1, verse 39 through 42, just mean that the conception had to take place within the next three months or so of the visit by Gabriel. Before John was born, regardless by this reckoning, the birth of Jesus Christ, even, even close to Christmas on the modern calendar. So there you go. I don't know if that helps anybody, but it helped me when I was studying. I thought I'd just share it. I hope I didn't bore you too much. But um, when we read the Bible and we look at different aspects of Scripture, and when we read the Bible, when we read the, the book of the Bible, we need to really dig deep into that information that we have. Even use some other material. I use Answering Genesis, which is really a good uh, aspect of looking at. Um, they explain things clearly. They go into other topics that you guys may like and see what's going on. But uh, I just shared what I know and what I thought you guys might. I know it wasn't really a Christmas story, but uh, we do celebrate Christmas December 25th and majority of Christians celebrate Christ's birth on the 25th. So just keep that in mind. 
Okay. Let's open a word of prayer and we'll close. Father, we thank you for so much information that uh, this author has given us. Father, I pray that besides all the information that was given today that we know that you sent your son into the world through a manger, that you planned from the beginning of time of when Christ was coming. Father, I pray that you be with our heart and our mind and our souls as we look this week to Christmas, that we will honor that day of Christ's birth, will honor your spirit, your love to other people. We ask that you take this day and use it for your glory. And I thank you for uh, the ladies back there working with the children, Lisa and Brittany and Emma. We do thank you for that. We thank you for your love. Thank you for those who are here. We thank you for those who turned in Facebook. And Lord, we ask that you be with us now as we go your day. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah.